This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. What's your gas hack? This is the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley Trainer. Hello. Uh, how are you getting that cheaper gas? Because I don't know if you know this. Gas real expensive, Bradley. Why are we asking people about well, their gas hack? Gas prices, 651-641-1071, just went up last night again. Mm. And it Why? feels like it's they're not going to go down anytime soon. In fact, I read uh, some stuff on the Internet and don't expect them to go down at any point uh, in the near future. In fact, remember when we had like $3 a gallon gas? Mm -hmm. That's not going to happen probably for a very long time and forever. So on that note. Great. Oh, God. I get really emotional. Mm -hmm. No, I know everybody has noticed, of course, that gas prices have gone up. Now, we've been somewhat more lucky in the state of Minnesota Mm -hmm. compared to the national average. Um, But that doesn't mean we don't love a good uh, gas price. So if you've got any tips and tricks, we were talking about this off the air yesterday. Like if you are a Costco member, you know, that's going to save you some money on gas in the mean in the sort of near future anyway. But maybe you've got like an app that you use to help you find the best gas price. Mm -hmm. Or maybe it's like a, you know, you have like a loyalty membership that gives you points off a gallon or cents off a gallon of gas, whatever it is. Share it with us, if you will. Six, five, one, six, four, one, one, oh, seven, one. Um, like I said, for us, I think you and I, Colleen and um, Holly, feel free to jump in. Like the biggest one for us is probably the Costco's yeah. because it's I think it's something like 10. I did not look this morning, but at least 10 cents, if not more off a gallon, which adds up. Oh, yeah. Uh, my other hack. I'll brag about it. Is that I have a plug-in hybrid car? Oh, okay, thanks. Well, I can't do anything. About I know, that. but it, it seriously, if people are in the market for a new car, considering a plug-in hybrid car is would be like my best advice, especially if you do a lot of city driving, because I yeah. get like thirty miles on a charge yeah. where it's straight up electric or just electric, right? Like you can just totally. get an electric vehicle. That's I, I know Jamie and I both talked this morning. I, I We both were like, I think our next vehicles are going to be electric just you because know, then yeah. you don't even have to think about it. Right. If you have if you have if you do a lot of city driving, it absolutely makes sense. What's your gas hack? Six, five, one, six, four, one, one, oh, seven, one. Who do we have on the line over there, Brad? We got a Dawn on the line. Let's go to Dawn and find out what Dawn's gas hack is. Hey, Dawn, what's your gas hack? What you guys were talking about? I bought a Tesla. Oh, look at you. And when did you buy that Tesla? Well, I ordered it in October. Hopefully I'm getting it either this week or next week. Oh, gosh. Fingers crossed. I hope you get it Just in time, Oof. Yeah, I bet you're excited, huh? I am. I would be too, Dawn. I'm very excited. Thanks for sharing that, and good luck driving around listening to my talk on your Tesla. Let's go to Tracy is on the line. Tracy, what's your gas hack? So, <laughs> like I have three, actually. Oh, good. Ooh, I'm taking okay. notes. Tell us. 
So there's a website or an app called Gas Buddy. Okay, Gas Buddy. They, they show you where the cheapest gas is in your area, and you can search different zip codes and what have you. All right, so Gas Buddy number one. What Bradley, else you got in there? that's the one we were tooling around on yesterday. Yeah. Yep. yeah, okay. Then I do. I use the Upside app, which okay. will give you so much sense and so many like promos for gas oh. um, just off regular unleaded fuel or what have you. Okay, and that's called Upside? Yep. So basically, it's, it's just like a cash back for gas yeah. thing. Yep, you can get it on like gift cards or you can get it deposited back into your it's bank a, account. It's a, gas, it's a gas cash back app. Love it. Basically, Hack. yes. Okay, so that's number two. So we got Gas Buddy and then we got yep. Upside. What else we got? Right, what else yep. we got? So I have recently found 88 gasoline, which is typically cheaper anyways, but I go to the holiday in like White Bear-ish off of 61 in County Road F. Okay. And their 88 is 427 right now. Oh. And you have, do you have to have a separate, do you have a special car that takes that or can any car take it? I think it's like any car made in like the last 10 years. Great. Oh, that's good to know. It says but, it's approved for all use in yep. model year 2001 and newer vehicles in the U.S. There you go. Oh. There I you did go. Not, you know, I did not know that. Oh, my gosh. You yeah, have opened our eyes to the, so many things here. And so, a little fun fact, I guess. Um, the station that I found, the 88 at So Cheap, last week it was 388 a gallon. Wow. And now they just jumped it to 427, but it's still cheaper it's still than cheaper. 469. Oh, you got us. Tracy. And you get better gas mileage. Tracy, so you have you, you have given us all sorts of things to think about. So thank you for that, <laughs> I honey. I love this. Thank you. That was That was a lot. That was a lot. I did really not know I stuff. could use that uh that that unleaded 88. It's also known as E15, which consists of 15% ethanol and 85% gasoline. I thought you had to have like a sticker on your car or some dumb oh, thing. Well, this tells you how much I don't know about anything. There I know that there's two different there's like E85 I think. Yeah. And then there's E15. In the E85, you do have to have a special sticker. Got it. Because I used to have a car that took that. And by the way, it took me way too long to figure that out. And then once I did, I was like, hold the phone. All right. But if if that's true about that E15. That's what I'm on min, the, mnfuels.com. And it says it's hmm. approved for use in all model year 2001 and newer vehicles by the U.S. EPA. Okay. Okay. All right. All right. Click here for more details. So I if you will. want to know, Google it. Let's uh, let Robin have the last Great. word. We're talking gas hacks. Robin, what's your hack, honey? I went on the holidays website this weekend. They have a five cents off coupon that's good till the 22nd of this month, and it's up to 20 gallons. Oh, that's good to know. So big coupon over at the holiday. Right. But you got to print it off of the off your computer. And I got E88 for 2.89 a gallon. Stop it! Yep, I live in Buffalo. Oh my yeah. gosh, that is, boy, lucky you! Thank you for that. All right, uh, good to know, Robin. You got to print off that coupon. Get that coupon. Okay, we got all sorts of Get ideas. Your coupon. Gosh, thanks everybody. Coupon. I, you know, listen, this is when we all have to come together as a community because we're all being affected by the gas prices, and you know. That's, that was a public service, what yeah, we did right there, absolutely. Holly. Absolutely. Put that in our public file. We got uh, we got all kinds of information for Fuel you. Fuel efficiency. When we return... Thank you. 
on the Colleen and Bradley show. I, I kind of feel like we haven't had the Cobra Gang uh, have a gathering for a while. True. So we got to get the Cobra Gang together. This time, all about our friend Chris Rock. After this, on My Talk 1071. Well, whenever we have, uh, you know, a complicated story to talk about, we get the Cobra Gang together on the Colleen and Bradley Show. My Talk 1071, I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley Trainer, hey. And we do have a little mystery to solve. Let's get that Cobra Gang together. Whenever there's trouble, without a double, we're the Cobra Gang. If you've got the crime, we've got the time, we're the Cobra Gang. A source is talking about Chris Rock's reaction to Jada's plea for Chris Rock and Will Smith to talk it uh, talk it through. And by that, I mean, of course, that slapping incident at the Academy Awards. I thought we should pick through this story, you guys, because it's coming from, well, it's coming from a source. And sure, we can talk about what that usually means. But I just thought this is interesting timing, right? So over at E.T., that's entertainment tonight. It's a real good show. Chris Rock isn't concerned with Jada Pinkett Smith's plea for reconciliation with Will Smith, source says. I don't, Okay, I don't know why, but for some reason, when I think of stars who use sources yeah. to like get the words out about things, narratives, etc., Chris Rock doesn't like show up on that list. For some reason, I meaning I don't I, I, like I know usually when a source is attributed to a celebrity story, we often say if the call is coming from inside the house, right? Like that it's somebody connected directly with that person. Mm-hmm. But I guess I don't know what benefit this story has to Chris Rock. And I want to read a little bit to you and see what you think. Okay. About this. So a source tells E.T. that Chris is paying no attention to Jada's plea to have Will and Chris reconcile. And I'll continue with what the source says in a moment, but um, that plea, of course, was... uh, All the names. Was uh, Jada Pinkett Mm -hmm. Smith's message at the beginning of her most recent Red Table talk where she said she hoped the two of them, that is Will Smith and Chris Rock, talk this out, right? Yeah, yeah. Am I missing anything? No, uh, not at all. Okay, so that that's the plea part. And then the source goes on to say he's not concerned with the Smiths at this moment. He's touring and preparing for a comedy special. And then the source adds that Chris is the most genuine person ever. Nothing he does is calculated or phony. Okay. And he's not caught up in the Hollywood scene. He's focusing on himself. Can I hit the pause button right there? Yeah. Because I do... Okay, so just kind of taking a step back, like you said, we are not used to getting stories about Chris Rock through a source. He's typically kind of a shoot-from-the-hip kind of guy, and he'll just say what he needs to say and then move on, right? But what I find really interesting about that is that quote that you just said, nothing he does is calculated or phony. Other than what's happening right now. That's exactly what is weird about it to me. Because he's typically not calculated or phony, right? Because we usually are hearing straight from Chris Rock. Yeah. But this feels a little calculated and phony. I know, which which then I was like, but so is Chris Rock just like, have like a PR person who's doing this on his behalf? And like, is this a new PR person? Like something about it just doesn't doesn't add up. Because again, I just don't feel like Chris Rock is like, hey, send out a source article to you know et yeah i don't know who his people are like his pr people 
But it just sounds like that sounds he's not concerned with the Smiths at this moment. He's touring and preparing for a comedy show. Nothing he does is calculated or phony. Okay, except for the words that are being read right now. It reads like a press release. Yeah. I don't like this. Here's what I'm wondering, and I don't keep up with this stuff enough to know. I, I, I'm i too busy with the Kardashians. Um, but did he change management recently? I don't because, know. Because it does sort of sound like he does. He, it sounds like something new that we haven't heard before. And it wouldn't be weird if he did change management in the wake of this. Um, he might be seeking out some sort of... Not that he he doesn't need to rehab his image, as far as I'm concerned. He's not the one who who needs to rehab his image, but he probably had more calls about invitations to talk, and maybe he did need to hire somebody new to field some of those requests. And maybe this is part of their tactic that he hasn't used before. The only other thing I could think of, so you're right. I mean, it's po- it's very, very possible that he just has new people, and these people are not perhaps as... I don't know. Well, they're more like savvy to the way major celebrities behave in yeah, Hollywood. It just comes across so like like that article just sounds like he's yeah. not a bad person. He's a good person. Um, but so it could be that certainly. But then I also wonder, like, remember the only other time we've heard people talking about what Chris Rock is thinking or doing or like what Chris Rock felt or whatever it was like his family do you yes, remember, his like, his brother was trying to weigh yeah, in. Yeah, it was his brother, but then I think, like, somebody caught up with his mom, oh, yeah. like, right afterwards. So, like, I just wonder if, like, somebody from the family is talking as a source to the media. But again, this just reads like a press release. So, I don't know why, you know, like, I think, I, and I feel like they've attributed stories to themselves before. Why wouldn't they be doing it again? It just doesn't sound like very on brand no. for Chris Rock right now. No, absolutely not. And especially. In light of the fact, so I I also find this interesting in light of the news that Holly shared with us at the top of the show, I think it was today, uh, in a Dirt Alert update about Chris Rock teaming up with Dave Chappelle to do a comedy special to people who have been approached on stage in a violent manner. Mm -hmm. I think that's an interesting choice, which tells me a little bit that maybe he's leaning i don't i don't want to say leaning in that's not the right word but that he's acknowledging the thing that happened without verbally acknowledging the thing that happened yeah all these crazy alien stories can't be true can they hey it's steven diener host of the unidentified alien podcast and whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there the unidentified alien podcast or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. 
It's trying. I mean, it's I what know. celebrities do so often. It's again just that it's Chris Rock. I mean, any other celebrity, you would see stories like these. Like, you know, Kim's not bothered by all the stuff Kanye's doing out in. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, I mean, we've seen this a hundred times, right? Like, so and so is not bothered by what so and so is saying out loud, and it's like their way of responding without actually having to go on the record because they just have their PR firm. Again, we just saw this with Amber Heard and Johnny Depp because we were getting the dumb emails, right? That exactly. said, you know, attribute this to a source. The source says Amber, blah blah blah. So that is exactly what this reads like, yeah. and I do wonder. <laughs> I mean. Chris Rock, this may very well be a tactic of his to just not say anything about it and continue to do that as long as he can. Um, But I don't think it's going to go away. No, I I, I thought about that myself earlier when I was reading through the story. Like, I mean, he really just needs to, like, talk about it. Now, the timeline is up to him. Right. But at some point, this is just going to constantly be in the And I'm not saying it's going to go away if he talks about it once. Yeah. But it's certainly not going to garner the amount of attention that it's going to initially. Oh, go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say, well, it seems like with the announcement of his uh, comedy concert with Dave Chappelle in London at an arena, that that might be the first time that we are going to be hearing about that. Meaning... That he is doing his set in a giant stadium. Yeah. Yeah, with it, a lot of people. With a lot of people. Yeah. Meaning that there is, you know, there is a barrier. It's not like he's going down to the comedy cellar yeah. and working on his set there. No, this right. is a very safe space for him to hopefully, I mean, insofar as we as the audience are concerned, he can address this stuff, right? Right. Do you remember when he took the stage, like, I think it was like a within a week of the uh, of the slap incident, and he did say, he said, I just am not ready to talk about this right now. I will talk about it. I'm yeah. just not ready to right now. So, which tells me he knows that at some point he's, he's going to need to talk about, about it. Yeah. It's just the how and the when. But this is fishy, the way that this is uh, being sourced with mm-hmm. E.T. Mm-hmm. I smell something funky. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, celebrities behaving badly, we call them. D-bags! Celebrities behaving badly. We have a name for them on the Colleen and Bradley show, My Talk 1071. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley Trainer. Hi. We call them. D-bags! Presenting Lord and Lady Douchebag. Of the day. Uh, where did my D bag go? Do you um, want me to can go you first? go first, please, while I get my D bag? Rebel Wilson. Oh my gosh. Oh, oh. Rebel Wilson. What's she up to? Okay, this just fried me for a very specific reason. So okay. apparently, uh, now what do we know about Rebel Wilson? She has had a major transformation in her life. Yeah. Yeah, we've been talking about it for three years. Yeah, she's she's been on a journey, and I'm not not proud of her. Like yeah. I'm definitely. I know it's hard to talk about you. this story without like having to qualify it six ways to Sunday. But if she keeps talking about it, I'm gonna have to keep qualifying it. I am proud of her. She has worked very hard. It is evident. Yes, she she, she looks great. She looks happy. She looks like she is enjoying the place she is in with her own uh, physique. And that's great. And I'm super duper proud of her. But it's the constant talking about it that is frustrating and this is the thing that really got me this time all right 
Headline in the Daily Mail. Rebel Wilson rages after discovering her Wikipedia photo was taken prior to her weight loss. Is someone having a laugh? Wait, what? I know. So she uh, took a screenshot of her Wikipedia page. Okay. Wikipedia, which, as you know, is like what populated by the people. Mm-hmm. It is not, you know, something that is it's not like it's like no, it's open Britannica. source like anybody you're literally your uncle don can update wikipedia yeah Probably don't does tell frequently. him don't tell him if he doesn't already know to holly's point anyway so so she went to her own wikipedia she wikipedia'd herself <laughs> and then she screenshot it and posted it on her instagram to her 11 million followers million and, uh, and she said, if anyone knows how to change this, can you change it to a recent pick? Okay. Is someone mm-hmm. having a laugh putting this as my Wikipedia picture? Mm-hmm. Okay, this mm-hmm. is why it bothers me. I understand. This is how you look different now. But yeah. that picture of you, Rebel Wilson, is still you. Yeah. That's you. Yep. It's that's, not you today. Nope, that's who you are. But that's you. Yeah. That's still Rebel. That's still the person. She's a rebel. No, no, no. What was the song? Rebel. rebel. I don't know, but it's her. <laughs> it's her. It was her. It's still her. Yeah. Even though it's not her now, it's still her. Yeah. And and honestly, this is just another way to get a headline. Like this, the, the I think if I can add to your frustration, it's the just constant story. Like, yes. is there nothing else going on that you can use for, you know, publicity right because most people i don't know i just feel like most people aren't going to engage with a story like this also who can relate to that story well nobody and well my wikipedia photo is not up to date also like you could just have your people go that's what i was gonna say it. or you could just do you it you can change it I mean, like, they'll, that's they'll the... call that out though if she were to go change it they'd be like ma'am you can't do that but she has people. We know she has yes. people because yes. we read the the BS that they try to peddle us all the time. You are absolutely correct. So this it was ju- it was the performance of it that is the part that I'm done with. Also, the picture that it was replaced with, I swear to God, is Kristen Chenoweth. But then it was changed back. <laughs> it was it. Yeah, because okay. now I'm looking at Rebel Wilson's Instagram account or not Instagram, her Wikipedia page. And then somebody has changed it back to the original photograph. Good. Yeah, because that'll happen Good. again. Like, don't try to, you know, finagle Wikipedia to suit your own ego because people will like shoot that down. Because people are terrible. Well, and just and also awesome. like you. Well, Wikipedia, like you don't want somebody to write their own Wikipedia entry. Yeah. Right. Like it's supposed to be yeah. an open source um, document. Now, I understand why she doesn't want that photo. Right. Right? Because she would probably like a current photo. Mm-hmm. And it's not just because of her perceived weight in that photo. Right. It, it's just because you want a current photo. Like, yeah. I get it. But I would bet you that if you went through celebrity photos, like, I'm just going to look at Brad Pitt just to see what photo comes up. Well, that photo was taken in 2019. What year was this? Yeah, 2019. 2019. Let's mm-hmm. look at, uh, pick another celebrity. Uh, George Clooney. George. He's top of of mind right now. 2016. Mm -hmm. Uh, Yeah. Or how about Kim Kardashian? Somebody who's changed their visage quite Uh, frequently. Yes. Uh, That's 
2020. 2020 Kardashian at the White House. I'm going Chloe Kardashian because oh, we God, never yep. know what face we're getting with her. I don't even know if she'll get a photo. Uh, oh, oh, yeah. Why would she not? 2016. I mean, she's changed like 12 times since yeah. then. So, like, again, I don't think it's personal, but I understand her, like, frustration. But that's like an inside voice thing. Or that's right. like a, hey, guys, can is there any way to goose my uh, Wikipedia photo? Because I'd like it to be updated. Yeah. And I would imagine that's possible. But again, it's an open source. It's not like somebody has it out for her. And if they do, well, then it should be apparent in the code. And somebody should be able to rectify that because Wikipedia has pretty strong rules. Well, and yeah. And now that... And a pretty, you know, adherent community. Now that it's obvious that this is a sensey place for her, that she's feeling kind of sensitive about it. Yeah. That picture is never going to change. Because there will always be somebody there to update it to the one that she didn't want there. Yeah. Now people are trolling her. Were people trolling her before? Who knows? But again... Or it's just like some moderator who's like, you can't do that. Right. Also, it's her. I mean, I'm sorry. Well, and it's It's also not the only representation of her. No. Right? Like, just Google Rebel Wilson, click image tab. Yeah. There's... She's been around for a minute. Yeah. And she just looks a little different now. All right. Who's your D-bag? Uh, the Kardashians. Okay. All of them. And specifically this time, Kris Jenner, because she is shutting down marriage questions from Chloe. I swear to God. (laughs) That's what she said. (laughs) In a preview for Thursday night's The Kardashians, you know, the famous Mm -hmm. family on the Hulu. Can't wait. The matriarch is answering Chloe's questions about her relationship status with longtime boyfriend Corey Gamble. Wait, sorry. Oh, okay. She's answering Chloe's questions about her own yes. relationship. Chris Jenner is answering okay. Chloe's questions. Because what I was hearing was that Chloe was asking Chris about her own relationship. Yeah. Which also is probably a conversation that happens without cameras around. Yeah. Like, what relationship can I be in? Okay, but no, Chloe is directing questions to Chris about Chris's so relationship with in Corey In this Gamble. preview, Chloe says, uh, I've heard so many people that you're secretly married, or I've heard from so many people that you're secretly married. And then Chris laughs, ha ha ha, no, I'm not secretly married. But Chloe won't take no for an answer and says, I want to see your hands. And there's a ring on Chris's finger, on her wedding finger. And she goes, hmm, looks like a wedding ring. And Chris insists she would never get hitched without her family by her side. Stop. You think I'm going to get married and not have a bigger party? And she goes, I am not secretly married. I swear to God on all my kids and my daddy. What? Okay, I don't know what any of that means. But I also know that none of this is real because you're on TV. Right. This is talking about, about right. This is like somebody sat in a room going, "Hey, I uh, I saw on Instagram somebody thinks Chris Jenner secretly married to Corey. Can we work that into Thursday's episode?" And Chloe's like, "Yeah, sure, I'll ask her. Hey mom, are you secretly married? People are talking." No, they're not. It was a troll on Instagram and oh nobody cares. No, it's just like Do you, you care there. about her marital status? No. I didn't think so. Mm-mm. No. But I will say there that was, a ring? there was some weird shade in there though when she said I wouldn't get married without like my family present like by the way Courtney did remember that 
Yeah, but she's had like four weddings. That's a fact. That were all filmed. But the real legal one, the kids weren't there. I'm just saying. I'm not saying. Well, yeah, didn't they just like sign paperwork? Yeah. 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 They just went to the courthouse. They wore their matching shoes and she had a wedding mini dress on. But whatever. Yeah. I, I just, I'm like, you guys, this is not real. None of this is real. And if she was secretly married, nobody cares. Like, these people could all be not married to anyone at all, and we would never know, because I wouldn't put it past them to print fake documents. Right. And, you know, for mm. legal reasons, sometimes people say they're married and they're not married, so... Mm. You just never know, is all I'm saying. So trying know. to take anything that these fools say at face value, is do it at your own risk. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Have you watched? Tune in Thursday for you, all the details. Well, there you go. Yeah. Also, not gonna not gonna. Bradley, have you watched any of the Kardashians? Oh, God no. Okay. Holly did, but only because she was taking one for the team. Thanks, Thank you, Holly. Yeah, watched the premiere episode of the Kardashians on Hulu, and it was decidedly boring. Yeah, boring. boring. Nothing going on there. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm mm-hmm. fine with that. Mm-hmm. Just means I don't have to watch it. Keep up the mediocre work. Kardashians. I do. You know, here's what I will grant them because you know people are like, oh my god, why do you guys hate on the Kardashians? So why? Um, and that's like four people, but, uh, I would, I, I would say like, if I did turn it on, I bet it's actually not a bad watch, meaning there's going to be a plot, there's going to be a resolution and there's going to be some wacky shenanigans thrown in for good measure because it's an actual production company. Right. And, you know, they were able to finagle a lot of money out of Hulu. So I I would not be surprised if it was like watchable. It's just not something I'm going to run toward no more than or no less than Hillbilly Hand Fishing or, Mm -hmm. you know, whatever other reality show is out there. Mm -hmm. Yeah, there's a quality of slow TV to the Kardashians on Hulu, meaning that you can just zone out and you don't really have to pay attention. Mm hmm. But you get something out of it in that way. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That makes sense. Listen, if you are like sick in bed, it's probably a decent thing to pass the time with. Yeah, sure. When we return on the Colleen and Bradley show, also a decent thing to pass the time with. Uh, I know you weren't aware of this beef, but I would like to make you aware of a major classic rock beef. Oh, rock beef. Mm-hmm, between Phil Collins and Paul McCartney. Ooh. And I think that in the telling of this story, we will be able to have a, a, a conversation about who really is being the jerk in this story. Oh, fun. I'll tell you about, about the jerk. I'll tell you about the beef and we'll uh, have a little convo about whether or not Paul McCartney or Phil Collins is the bigger jerk great in the story after this my talk 1071 hey Hey. it's the colleen and bradley show my talk 1071 i'm colleen lindstrom that's bradley trainer and uh, i'm obsessed with this classic rock beef and i'd never heard this story before i know and i wanted to tell you the story and then i wanted to have a conversation about in this story who do you think looks worse so this is a story about phil collins and Paul McCartney. Oh, interesting. Now, for those who don't know, Colleen is obsessed with mm-hmm. one Phil Collins. Mm-hmm. So I'm hard-pressed to think you'd imagine he is the jerk. I don't know, because, okay, the first thing you need to know is that this is a long-standing grudge. Okay. The article I was reading about it was from, don't even ask me how I came upon it, from 2016. Oh. I won't and ask you how you came upon it. Thank you. And at the time... He was talking about a a beef, a grudge he had been holding since 2000. 
two. Wow. So at the okay. time, it was a 14-year grudge. Now, it is a 20-year grudge, oh if indeed it still exists. Okay? Okay. So here's what had happened. And this is according to a story in the Sunday Times, uh, the UK Sunday Times from 2016, where Phil Collins talks about meeting Paul McCartney. He says the following. I met him when I was working at the Buckingham Palace party back in 2002. McCartney came up with his then wife, Heather Mills, and I had a first edition of The Beatles by Hunter Davies. And I said, hey, Paul, do you mind signing this for me? And he said, oh, Heather, our little Phil's a bit bit of a Beatles fan. And I thought, you bleep, you bleep. Uh Uh-oh. Never forgot it. And apparently over the years, his hatred has only amplified. Because he said little Phil Collins, perhaps? Uh, Our little Phil. Our little Phil. Yeah, Heather. Our little Phil's a bit of a Beatles fan. So then over the years, he like, he, he watered the seeds of grudge and resentment. He said, McCartney was one of my heroes, but he has this thing when he's talking to you where he makes you feel like, I know this must be hard for you because I'm a Beatle. I'm Paul McCartney, and it must be very hard for you to actually be holding a conversation with me. Okay, so then I ask you, knowing that story in the way that I just told it, which is the only way it exists... The, the way that Phil Collins told the story to the Sunday Times in 2016 about the incident that occurred in 2002, <laughs> 2002. Or that, yeah. Thank you. And the grudge he has held since. Who's the bigger jerk in the story? I don't, I don't, I, that's not an easy answer. So I'm having a hard time giving you the answer because I just don't know that I have a strong answer because this is one of those situations where like maybe you were super excited to meet Paul McCartney and then reality like hit you in the face that like Paul McCartney's just a guy. Mm-hmm. And like sometimes guys can say things that you think are kind of jerky. I'm just saying like I don't know if his expectations or hopes were so high that that uh you know Paul McCartney came across as a jerk and then but like wouldn't you kind of I don't know cut the guy some slack until the next time you saw him and if it continued you'd be like okay wouldn't you think yeah but then I at the same time I also think like Phil Collins is a musician in his own right he probably has a certain amount of ego about his own talent and I would imagine two egos you know like wouldn't surprise me if it's a little oil and vinegar. Okay, so I di- I have to do a little more digging cuz I have to be perfectly honest. I don't I don't know Paul McCartney. Some none of my none of my best friends are, are Paul, Paul McCartney. McCartney. But Holly knows Paul McCartney. And this sounds like classic Paul McCartney. Yeah. And Paul McCartney Probably didn't mean any harm in what he said to Phil Collins. However... Our little Phil is a bit of a Beatles Yes, fan. it was a little bit of a cheeky uh, a comment to Phil Collins. Yeah. At the same time, Paul McCartney is known for being Paul McCartney in as much as he understands that he's a big deal. And yeah. he always has been the one who has always understood that he was kind of a big deal. Uh-huh. And he's not particularly afraid to let you know that he has an ego about it. That yeah. being said, it was a cheeky answer. And for Phil Collins, he is like a legit, he met his hero 
Yeah. And he was disappointed because yeah. I was telling you before before the program started, uh-huh. Phil Collins is actually in the Beatles movie, A Hard Day's Night. I did not what know What role does he play? I'm he, just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. He, grandpa. No. Uh, He's one of the little kids that's in the auditorium during the finale concert. Okay, so that it makes me even more sad now. So, so Phil Collins legitimately uh, was, you know, he probably looked up to Paul McCartney as a hero. And then when he finally had a chance to meet his hero, he was kind of dismissed in a cheeky way by Paul McCartney. But Which Paul McCartney so not really meaning to be dismissive in that way. And it's totally relatable. Right. Like you, you, how many of us have had the chance at some point to meet somebody, Vicki Lawrence. Thank you. Who we who we looked up to for years. And then we got in our feelings about it because she didn't perform the way we had expected. Okay. her to. And to be fair, we have held a grudge against yeah. Vicki Lawrence. Yeah. So I mean, so again, it's part not of a easy, decade. Like I go back to my initial statement. It's not easy because, you know, you could say we're the jerks. because right. It's like she's a professional. And what does she care about? You two fools or. Um, you know, like how dare she not be a little bit more human to, you know, to people who aren't as, you know, as, uh, at the same level of, you know, fame and fortune as one Vicky Lawrence. I'm just saying, I feel like it really is a little from column A and a little from column B. I mean, you don't think that Phil Collins is a jerk, do you? Of course not. Do you think that Paul McCartney is a jerk? Maybe a little, but yes, actually, of the two of them, I guess if I'm going to land somewhere, it's that Paul McCartney, I don't know. I feel like, especially knowing what Holly just said, that, you know, Phil, little Phil, little baby Phil Collins was a huge Beatles fan. And the way that Paul kind of talked to him is rude. I, I, that bothers me. But the grudge holding for that long, again, I don't feel like I can judge it because, well, I've held a little bit of a grudge against Vicki Lawrence for the better part of a decade. Let me tell you what Paul McCartney said about this incident, because he was interviewed by Billboard magazine a few years later, and this is what he said about it. I certainly didn't didn't get any flowers from him. I got more of a let's just get on with our lives. And I'm sorry he's upset that I kind of said something nasty about him. Well, it wasn't really nasty. If people don't tell people that sometimes their attitude could be a bit better, then you're not going to get any better, you know? Wait, is he saying that Phil was telling him to have a better attitude or he was telling Phil to have a better attitude? Or that if Phil didn't tell Paul McCartney to have a better attitude, how would Paul Paul McCartney know that he needed to have a better attitude? So like he did him a favor? Yeah, I don't know. All I know is this. (laughs) All I know is this. I mean, you can see why Phil's had some relationship troubles. Uh, Well, poor Phil. I mean, no, I know it's just this is I think like this is celebrities celebrityying, and well, yeah, this is like again, this is like I, I love the stories when you hear somebody who like I don't know, I used to love our uh good friend, I say good friend, and she's not a good friend to any of us, but Rosie O'Donnell, remember when mm. we used to love Rosie O'Donnell like, yeah. back when she had her talk show? When she was, yeah, that's what I was going to say, when she yeah. was in her koosh ball phase. Yeah, and she would fling the koosh balls and she would have on like the stars of like sitcoms at a time when like nobody really revered or valued television stars mm-hmm. in, in quite the way that she did and she would get to meet like her heroes and icons and they were so gracious and you know like somebody like it, it, that. that's just a better way to go about it, right? Is like you want that person to like, if it's Mary Tyler Moore meeting Rosie O'Donnell, you mm-hmm. would hope that Mary Tyler Moore would go above and beyond to appear humble yes. before a fan who is adoring them, even with a fan who has their own level of fame and fortune. Yes. 
Thank you. One, are you, you okay? Are you, you all right, Bradley? Yeah. Okay. I get a little emotional. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, do you expect food and drink at a wedding? 651-641-1071. Do you expect to be nourished at a wedding? Give us a call. We'll talk after this on My Talk 1071.